0: Hey, it's to you from the, uh, spiritual and sports library here in my apartment in Verona, Wisconsin, and rebounding from a hard, hard snow last night that just, like, totally came out of nowhere. All right, lots of inches, is the like 12 inches of snow. So we're, we're alive, but we have the, uh, baseball season coming up, and, uh, to keep our eye on and it starts in Thursday and it is a currently Sunday morning um what I'm looking at is I'm looking at the Reds uh pitching staff and I'm looking at Derek Johnson as our pitching coach he's a uh he's an outstanding pitching coach he he was a pitching coach of the Brewers and the Reds hired him away from them they paid him a lot of money. The problem is, is that, that I see with the, with the pitching for the Reds is the fact that some of these, you know, you need talent to make it in the major leagues. You need talent to be a pitcher. But a lot of these guys, I just don't see the talent. And I see their bodies out the of whack. And it could be, it looks like it's conditioning to me. You know, quite a few of these guys are over 250 pounds. And that is not the body of a pitcher. Must your C. C. Sabathia, and um, he's—they're not. So the thing is, and then you know, I was talking about, earlier thinking about it earlier too, is that this this body of ours that we uh, condition, if we're going to be pitchers, it's a lot more than the arm. And um, you know, we have to be able to assist the arm. It's a—it's a radical—it's a—it's a radical, radical motion. Be honest with you got so much of the uh, you got so much of this torque coming from the body and uh, you know a lot of times what we'll see is you know a lot of times what we we'll see is a uh, you know it's it's, it's, a, it's a motion not supported by the, our entire body so it puts a lot of torque on our, on our arm. You know, so if you're like 250, 275 pounds, like quite a few of these guys are on here. You know, the reality is that you're not going to be able to, uh, you're not going to have that good core that you need to have and that can support your motion. And you're either going to be wild in the strike zone or you're going to be hanging out out with a trainer. And you can't make the club in the tub. So... I'm going to start calling these guys right now. And the first guy I start with is the, uh, born as the, uh, is the big baby. And that's not behavioral-wise either. They just need to take care of them. They got control over 100 miles an hour. Hunter Green, 65242. He's born in 1999, so he's 24 years old. In August. And the thing that I saw with him is... He's a two—he's a two-position player. He started—he started—he was a shortstop in high school and he could throw real hard. And you know, and I don't think hitting is—he struggled with hitting early on in, in, in the minors, I do believe. And what happened was, he just made his—he made a decision to be a pitcher, which is fine. So hopefully, if he doesn't make it as a pitcher, maybe he can slide back over to the shortstop. But. Usually, uh, usually, it's not so easy to do. Next guy is Nick Ladovo. He came over from the Mariners. And um, he came over from the Mariners in that big trade for Castillo last year. I like him a lot, he's a bonus babe. And you know he's He had 19 games started last year at 103 and a third, 131 strikeouts, 1.25 whip. He's got the talent to be He's got the talent to be an excellent excellent pitcher. 235 opponents average off him and a 1.05 drawn out to Eros. Um, you know, he's, he's got to do... It'll be interesting to in this guy to see what happens because to see how this Reds... Uh, the Reds coaching staff, pitching pitching coach included, will develop him and see what he can, he can become. You know, he was taken a 2019... Cincinnati Reds, uh, round one draft pick, over seven, overall pick is number seven, he's out of TCU, and, uh, he's debuted last year on April 13th, that's an interesting date, because that was a, uh, just a cutoff for, uh, having an option here, so, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't need a, uh, <coughs> Club's got the option to give it another year or not, so they didn't lose, they didn't lose that option if they go over the uh, that date. Quite frankly, I think of it as the Chris Bryant rule. I don't know if big folks remember that, but Chris Bryant took a. Chris Bryant had a great spring and it. And the cup fans are all mad because he didn't start all this season with the club, but anyways. Next guy is Dram Ashcraft. 6'2", 248. He's your big boy. Um... Doing real well in spring, he's uh two point six ERA. Five games, five games started. That's the impressive thing to me. You know, he's got a point eight seven web, the thing is most important impressive to me is the fact that he started five games in spring training. And it tells me that he's in tip top condition and he's gonna wanna go into the uh, gonna wanna go into the twenty three season like that. He's got a good chance to have a good year. I believe he will. Next guy up is uh, Luke Weaver, ex-Cardinal, ex-Diamondback, Ex-brewer, he's all he's been all over the place. Yeah, he started out really well with the uh, with the crew or the Cardinals, I should say. And you know, he's he's uh, out of Florida State, and he's just gets he's getting bombed. His pitching—I don't know if this is motion or what—but it's obviously something. It's 1.76 WHIP for the spring, but at 1.82 WHIP last year just a lot of uh there's a lot of problems you know his brother jeff was the same way his brother jeff had all you know teams kept picking him up because they kept seeing something of great cool, you know they kept seeing greatness in him and his pitching and his repertoire of pitches it was in his control and he was too good in the strike zone you know if you're too good in the strike zone you're making pitches in the strike zone you're not Dot in the corners and dotting the eyes, they're going to hit you far. So that's the thing. You don't want to be too good in the strike zone either. You want to throw strikes, but not make them too good and not be throwing, not be throwing right down the middle of the plate. Grooving them, they call that. So anyways, yeah, keep an eye on Luke Weaver. It's hard telling with this guy right now. If you want to pick him up for fantasy, you might want to because I I think you can still get some strikeouts out of him. Luis Cezza, former Yankee, 30 years old. He's out of Mexico. And he had COVID, COVID. He began 2020 on the COVID list. And uh, he missed two weeks of summer camp. Made his uh, major league appearance, 100th major league appearance for the for the Yankees in his two hundredth appearance on nine twenty eight twenty two for Cincinnati. What uh he has got a lot of talent and that's the thing is is that this guy's been a this guy's been such a good middle uh middle pitcher and uh, I don't see anybody by that as he starts, he can start, he can calls. he can do all that stuff. And uh, he does, that takes that job on and does it with, does it very well. And, um, it's pretty it's just, it's gonna be a, it'll be a fun year, and uh, for this guy, because I think the Reds are gonna be using him Quite a few different areas of their uh, pitching staff. Next guy is Connor Overton, total journeyman. He's six feet, two hundred five pounds. He's got uh, he's got the ability to throw the he's got the ability to uh, to throw strikes. His overall uh, his overall repertoire of pitches is nothing to. It's not going to be overpowering at all, and that's the problem that I see that this guy is. I see him being a uh, having the ability to throw to throw strikes, but not he has just the ability to throw strikes. Let's just put it that way, but not be a. Uh, Straight through the machine, and that's the thing is I don't even know I don't know where he's gonna end up this year, but I would imagine he's probably gonna be mop up in the bullpen if he makes the team. Justin Dunn. I like this guy because it seems like he's pitched in quite a few different areas already in his career. Should say in quite a few different cities in his career. He's the uh last year he appeared in seven games. He started all seven. 31 innings, 21 strikeouts, 1.58 whip. He's the uh he's on a Boston College, drafted by the Mets in 2016. First round overall pick, number 19. And He's been with the Mariners. He's been with the Mets organization. He's been the, he's with the Reds organization. He's a uh, he's a guy to keep an eye on for fantasy because some of these guys start out really, really they find themselves with a new pitch, and, um, and they're able to uh, to start to do, start. Had better success of this of this season. So he had 11 starts in 2021 for the Mariners, and he had two stints on the uh, 10-day um, IL for shoulder inflammation, which. Sometimes you see that and sometimes what I see is a uh, the problem with uh that usually ends up needing surgery. And that's the that's the thing you don't want with a young pitcher because just start carving on the shoulder, it uh it has a tendency to have drastic results. That's why they always always push uh, these guys to be doing. Always push these guys to be doing a uh, workout program or uh, rehabilitation. Something besides, um, yeah, something besides doing the old uh, carbon action. All right, let's go to the closer, Alexis. Diaz. Last year, I want to say he came out, out of nowhere. And Edwin Diaz is his brother from uh, the Mets. He he got hurt in the pride class He's going to miss. He's going to miss the whole year. And he can stretch out a lot of a lot of people. He's got great stuff, Edwin. Edwin does, underline that, emphasize that. But Alexis seems to be having good stuff too, and he seems to be doing a real good job. He came in to develop into his own. It seems like the uh, COVID year was really, really... And taking uh, taking his effectiveness away and his development away as a pitcher. But this year, he's been in four games, four innings, eight strikeouts in spring training. So that's good. He had 10 saves last year in 59 games. Had 83 strikeouts in 63 and two-thirds. And he's got a .96 whip. I believe this guy stays... His if this guy's able to stay focused and be able to throw the ball and have control, I think he could be really nasty. And he had 63 and two-thirds, and he had 83 strikeouts last year. The, the big stat for this guy is he get, his opponent's average against him was 131. Exceptional. Ground off the airouts outs is .51. Okay, absolutely exceptional, and that's what will get you right into the closing role when you start having a, a opponent's batting average like that. Yeah, this, the you need, need to learn how to turn the jam, but turn the double play <coughs> to help their pitchers more, because this guy gave them 34 opportunities to turn a double play. And they were able to turn four. So I don't know if it's the shortstop, a second baseman. I don't know who it is. But usually it's the uh it's a combination that really uh has struggles. So yeah, last year at 10, I was fourteen and save opportunities. I know in his minor league career this was the uh That was the year that he started coming out, being able to pitch a lot better. Lucas Sims. He's from Georgia. He's from down by Atlanta, and he was the Braves' first-round pick. And uh, it was it was uh, Braves' first-round pick and. 2012, I believe it was. I'm guessing here, going to do a look. Yeah, he's drafted in 2012, and uh out of Lawrenceville, Georgia, which is written. A, uh, I should say he's born in Lawrenceville, Georgia. But yeah, he's number 39, and he's been struggling. The whole spring he's struggled, he's gotten lit. Last year he struggled, he got lit. So I think it's about time for this guy to start, uh, to start coming around and starting being the of pitcher they want him to be. He took him out of the starting role, which he's gonna be a starter, and he put him into the uh, bullpen. And only last year he was hurt, he had six games, and. He'd want to save in six and two thirds. He had uh, a 1.65 whip, which I don't care if small sample size or not, that's just not very good. Yeah, he went to high school in Snellville, Georgia. So hopefully this year he'll come back strong. Tony Santillan, 6'3, 285. This is one of the guys that I'm talking about with a weight situation. And he is a right-handed thrower. He's out of Fort Worth, Texas. 21 games, he had four saves, only 1.78 whip. That's hard to do. You know, he had, he did well in 2021. You know, he had 26 games, four games started, 43 and a third, 34 hits. This is in 2021. Seven hit batters. 21 walks, 56 Ks. He had a 217 average against 1.27 whip, and he had a 0.53 going off the arrows. So, hopefully, he'll be able to uh, come back and be the pitcher that they think he can be. He's 25 years old. right-hander and uh, I can't say it's all up to him it's all up to him what he wants to do with his body his pitching so hopefully they got a lot of exercise balls for him because that's what he's going to need to get his core and straightened out uh TJ Antone He got hurt last year he missed all of last year with injury with arm injury and uh, he's coming back for uh, for this year and I believe he can do a good job for him I know that uh, the Reds hold a lot, of, uh, a lot of hope for him the other thing is too is that He's out at Weatherford Junior College, Weatherford Junior College Tech in Texas. And uh, around five in 2014 draft, he was picked. Uh, 21 regular season stats, he had an ERA of 2.14 in 23 games, three saves, 33 and in two thirds innings, uh, 42 strikeouts. Yeah, he missed uh, the uh, 2022 season on the uh, recovering from a second Tommy John surgery to repair a torn ulnar collateral ligament, a UCL, in his right elbow. So, he used to say he's going to get a lot of uh, attention from the training staff. Farmer, six four two forty three, age thirty two. He's pissed a lot with the uh, with the Tigers. He is. Uh, he works out with the bullpen a lot. It's gonna be interesting to uh, see what he does this year with uh, with the new rule changes and the new uh, pitch count and. 47 innings and fifty-four strikeouts last year. Started like, started in two thousand fourteen with the Detroit with Detroit Tigers. And, um, and I'm thinking that he is going to be a to real well in the bullpen. He wasn't the he was in the Red Bullpen last year. He did a nice job. He had, uh, five holes. He was two out of three in saves. Two saves and three opportunities. He had 47 hits and 30... 47 innings, 36 hits allowed. And... The 211 bat, batting average against last year. That's very, that's really, very, very good, ain't they, uh... 1.3 1.3 whip yeah, 0.9 to 0.98 ground outs and air outs so that's the thing that I see with this guy too is that he's got that good veteran uh, He's got a good veteran you know if you can take some kids underneath his wings and teach them how to eat and how, what to do and uh, how to be, uh, how, to be a good, good, how to be a good pitcher So next we have Ian Gebout. Six foot three, two fifty. And he is uh Putting together a decent spring. Six innings, nine strikeouts, says a 1.33 whip. Pitched in 34 games last year, one save. 36 innings and he struck off 48, but his whip was 1.58. That can be devastating for a uh, reliever, and seems like he has the uh, the ability to be experience out of the bullpen, too, so in 34 games last year, four holes, one save. And otherwise, the, the years before he had with Texas and Minnesota, he, he pitched in 14 games in 2020, and uh, 2021, he pitched in three for Minnesota. That's pretty small sample size right there. So, I believe he's going to make the opening day roster. And I believe that he's going to be, uh, he's going to have a little bit more of a, uh, people are going to be paying a little bit more attention to him out of the bullpen. He's going to have to have a better, do better work. Raver? Sandman? I'll say it. Behavior? Behavior? San Martin, number 52, number one in everybody's heart. He's uh, 6'2", 160. He definitely doesn't have a weight problem, that's for sure. He started two games in 2021. He uh, was 11 and two thirds, 12 hits against strike strikeouts, 2 walks, 1.2 whip. And last year, last year he had 7 holds. He had 57 and 66 hits. He had 293 opponents against average. No, 1.67 whip, and a uh, 1.59 ground out to arrows. But here's the, here's what I see with this guy too. The only thing is I see is he's left-handed, so he's gonna have to start to uh, he's gonna have to start having some some more success. Fernando Cruz, 6'2, 237. Uh, 32 years old. He did real well last year. He pitched in 14 games. He had two started a couple games. He has 14 and 2 thirds. 21 strikeouts and a 1.23 whip. And uh 1.23 <laughs> ERA. Puerto Rico. So hopefully he can hold on to uh his effectiveness just year for the Reds. no guys that I like is his name is Vladimir Gutierrez and uh one problem is hurt, you know, and that's it's too bad because When I seen him pitch he uh, He had what it take he had what it take, he'd be an ace of the step. And unfortunately, like I said, he's on the I L. You know, these guys have large balloons stats. And you can tell they've been hurt. Because of, uh, he's out of Cuba. And a lot of it's because of their effectiveness from their injuries. So he's, he had a 1.53 whip for his, uh, career, so... They'll come back and be, be well refined. The resonate need all they can help, they can get from their uh, the all they can, all they can get out of these guys is any the uh, rotation and in the bullpen. So, Some guys that are on here. That one guy is Joel 6'5", six five two ninety. This guy's way too big. This guy, this guy could be used as a spy balloon going over, uh, going back over China instead of coming back over the United States. This, this, This guy's just huge. I mean. I don't know who tells these guys to get that, to get that big, but they're just, like I said before, they're, just, they're gonna bowl their arms out and everything else out, so. And he's uh, from the down south, so. It's from down south. Went to UT, UT Arlington. I think this year he's pitching a little better. He's got a, uh, 92 throws, he He's got 8 strikeouts. Oh, sorry. He got 1.55 whip this spring, too. The small sample size. When I look at it, it was looking alright. And then I know it was going to see nice. the sample size was not good. Johnny Law. Derek Law is the guy's name. And. 4.12 ERA last year, 17 games in relief, 19 and a two-thirds innings, 17 strikeouts, 1.58 whip. He pitched with the Giants, he pitched with Toronto in 2019, and in 2021 he pitched with Minnesota. I'm thinking that in 2020 must have just been sitting in his, uh, sitting in his house watching, uh, Watching Jeopardy or something like that because it just, just with the disease, just took that, uh, took the development away from some of these guys. The COVID era. So if you know, Baracko, is 30 years old. Silvino. And he's a... Uh, born in Venezuela. This spring, he's uh, three games, three innings, one strike. Oh, you can't really it I wonder if he's going to be, uh, make, I think he's gonna make the roster, I, I do believe. It's purely by quote by purely by numbers I say that too. Lack of uh lack of pitchers. He's a right hander too. The next guy that's uh it's gonna be a left hander is Alex Young. And he was from the... He came over from the Diamondbacks. He's 6'3", six six, 220 pounds. of Tander. What I see in him is... He had one good year with the, uh, with the D-backs. And... Otherwise, he spent... He's been hurt or he's been down in the minors. She's 29 years old. She's pitched in nine games already in spring ball. That was good. 25-8 whip. With a left-hander. Like last year, last year he was, did a good job. And uh, 25 games, 26 and two-thirds with 21 strikeouts. He'd have a 1.5 whip. Yeah, 2019, he was with Arizona. He pitched in uh, 15 games, started in 83 and a third and 72 hits. And then the COVID year, he... He got roughed up, 15 games, 7 games started, 46-3, and, and gave up 51 hits. So otherwise, it's been bits and pieces, and up and down, and all around, and... Like last year was a, uh... Hopefully last year he could take any refinement of the success he had, and become even better as a pitcher, because... He's a pretty good pitching at the E-Bags organization coming up. All right, Daniel Duarte. Six feet, 235. Right-hander. Started out with the Royals. 26 years old. Picked in the first round in 2016 by the Royals and he had a uh, Pitched 6 games, 6 innings, 5 strikeouts, 1.5 whip. Last year he was a uh, batting practice pitcher, 2.35 whip I guess, that's the only reason I say that. He's got three stuff and he's got the ability to pitch excellent relief, I believe. And I believe he'll do that. If he can keep his head on straight and Derek Johnson can work with him. a nice job in the uh, in the Mexican League. I mean, in, in League of Mexico, I for sure. I had a uh, 138 innings of hits, 125 hits. He's uh, walked 69, struck out 112, 1.4 whip. And... Missed most of the 17, most of the season last year with an elbow injury. I like this guy. He looks good, so it sounds like he's got good stuff. And um, like I always say, more will be revealed. As we head into the uh, 2023 season, I keep an eye on him. You never know if Bannister, he might need a. Uh, he might come up with a new pitch or something to get more strikeouts. But definitely keep an eye on him. I think he's got some potential. you for listening, and that does my review on the uh, a preview for the Reds pitching staff. As you can see, they don't have much there to pitch, but uh, maybe the young guys can start to come together. Got a lot of bad injuries on that on that list too, you know, and so hopefully the uh, they can get adjusted and they can come back and pitch better. So. That. And if nobody else has told you they love you today, I do, and that's with the power of love. Thanks. Hi, it's Todd coming from the uh, Verona Spirit, Sports and Spiritual Library here in Verona, Wisconsin. Um, coming today because I want to do a little, bit, do some more previews here before. We're on the eve of the opening uh, day for MLB baseball, and and uh, I've been doing some previews, but I want to do a couple more here before the before the uh, running starts. Uh, we can go through the Phillies. They made it to the World Series last year. They lost to the Astros, but uh, you know, once again, they just kept improving their team. But injuries injuries could be the downfall this year. Alright, let's start off here at the, uh, let's start off here at the catcher, JT Rio milto Yeah, he excellent. He's been doing, he's done real well, wo- he's done real well ever since the uh, Phillies have signed him. And, um, he played in a classic too. So... So he's six feet, one. He's two hundred thirteen pounds. Born in Oklahoma. He has, I think, he has eight years of experience. Um, they're playing against Texas, and I believe he will be starting at catcher because he's about the only one that can catch. <laughs> Their backup, uh, Garrett Stubbs, is has a slight knee injury, so it looks like I don't see him making any roster changes until, you know, because he was he been playing I got he even got into a couple of the exhibition seasons, but exhibition games I should say, but that was the uh he's a good lad. thinking he's a good backup too. He's a left handed uh catcher, but uh real mutual I'll go throw a stats quick. He's always been the type of guy that is a uh, works well with a pitcher. Um, you know, he's he's not he's not a yogi bear as a hitter, but he can but he does dwell as a hitter though. That's the thing. You know, he's he's projected this year to uh, have eight fifty one ops. He's four ninety five slugging a three fifty six old bat on-base percentage, but that's projections, which means it's probably not going to happen, because baseball has different ways, right? They're not they're not robots. Um, so, yeah, last year he had uh, he played 139 games, 504 at-bats, and 139 hits. And I know there's a lot of fantasy players on here, so I was gonna, just going to look at it this way uh fantasy points per game is three point one so you know for three you're getting three points out of your catcher every game it's not all bad and that's just uh he has, he has an o p o p s last year about o p s last year of uh uh seven eighty two i'm sorry yeah, i'm sorry but it was yeah, that seven eighty seven eighty two so that's the thing is is that you know and, and um well, I see what they're doing here. Alright. It's 8-20 with the OPS last year for uh, Real Muto. And I think this year's gonna be uh this year's gonna be like as they said, they're they're predicting the same year for them this year, so I'd keep that in mind, but hopefully he, uh, he, he seems like he doesn't, he doesn't lose too many games to injuries, that's for sure. A lot of these guys, you know, they go through like, well, a lot of these guys just have like one year where they just don't play at all, and, uh, because the old body just can't handle the, uh, knocking around, and, uh, and that's all effort people, because they get so yeah, he's, uh. He's really come into his own as a catcher, especially offensive catcher. And you know, when he was with Miami, too, he uh, he wasn't nearly this good as a catcher. You know, I'd, in Phillies, he's usually right around a three as fantasy for fantasy points, but uh, eight twenty for OPS. And if you have a hitter, if you have an excellent defensive catcher who's hitting eight twenty. He's worth the he's worth the money. Let me tell you, that's that's hard to find a, that's hard to find a catcher who's gonna have an OPS of eight twenty. Look, I say, he's big. He's from Oklahoma, Johnny Bench. A lot of good catchers come out of Oklahoma. Bill Dickey, Bill Dickey's in so I'm sorry, but anyways. eight years of experience, too. That's, that's the nice part about having him behind the plate. He's um, so got eight years to fall back on as a catcher. He's just perfect. So I guess that's why they gave him the jack last... when he came, became a free agent went over there. All right. We're gonna talk a little bit about uh, Garrett Stubbs and his knee, but you know, he's he's a typical backup guy, you know, he's he's a left handed catcher. He's five foot ten, he's hundred and sixty seven pounds. Those are stats are those stats are crazy. He's no one hundred and sixty seven pounds. That's because they uh I think they had a hold of this his stats when he got out came out of college I'm gonna say he's gonna be he's gonna be a backup catcher but in the meantime he's gonna have to get him, get that knee feeling better so I'm sure he did. he's got plenty of time to heal. It's not that big it's not that bad of an injury either that's what I was trying to say so He had a he had the type of year last year where what I saw with him was that